The stars at night are big and bright. Deep, Deep in the heart of hockey. <laughs> are you going to put all of that stuff before in there? Because I almost feel like you have to put us like, <gasps> how do we do this? Right, I've forgotten how to do my own podcast. <laughs> I forgot how to do my fucking job. <laughs> Lord. Uh, this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and general hockey shenanigans. Also, not hockey shenanigans. I mean, it's like we're pretty it is the, equal opportunity on the shenanigans. Yeah, we're, we nominally are about hockey shenanigans. My name's Carolyn. Uh, my name's Marin. And this is our 70-something-ish episode. <laughs> the, the one thing we forgot to do prior to starting this podcast. 72, I think. I think it's 72. I think it was, I thought it was, it might be 73. Oh. oh my god. We're the worst. Uh. We're the worst. We were, we were having so many concerns around the audio quality that all we did was test like 18 different versions of Audacity to make sure that we actually got It's something. 72. Woo! Guessed right on the first Oh wait, track. no. We did 71 twice. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet you anything we say 72 on that one, because, and I just wrote it as 71. Okay, well, either way, it's the 73rd. <laughs> 73rd episode! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, so yeah, if there are any sound quality issues, our apologies in advance. We are actually recording this live! Together in the same room! Semi-live, 73rd episode spectacular! Extravaganza! Potentially 72nd dish. <laughs> let's, let's go with 72.5. 72 and a half. <laughs> the 72 and a half episode. Uh, did we want to start talking about hockey? No, I didn't. No, because then what else is there to let's, talk Let's talk about it. Let's, let's continue our Infinity War argument. <laughs> I can if you want me to. Because, oh my god, I saw a tweet from you today and I was like, nope, we are now muting the word Thanos. <laughs> I am so tired of hearing that fucking tired thing. No. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I know she's subtweeting me. But I was. I, don't. I was subtweeting. I didn't think you'd care because you know care. I would say it to your face. Yeah. Too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so. Uh, no, I thought it was actually, so I'm in Austin right now and I was, I'm in Austin to visit people, including Marin. Obviously. Uh, obviously. But part of the reason I was in Austin was because one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite podcasts was doing a live show last night, and that was awesome, and I had a ton of fun, but I, it's always, it was, every time I listen to that podcast, so there's a very famous podcaster who I've never actually listened to, um, and his name is Mark Marin. I've never heard of him, so how famous could he possibly be? He's pretty well known in the podcasting circles. Oh, well. And in fact, like, the entire idea of doing, like, five minutes of bullshit to open your show is now collectively known as a Marin Open. So every time that these that Ben and Adam talk about doing their Marin Open, I just think of us and how much we bullshit at the beginning of our show. <laughs> ah, it's our Marin Open! And our Marin is spelled differently than his Marin, so, so I, I, it makes me feel good about it. We win. We did. We do. We do win. Uh, I actually wanted to kick this podcast off with an episode, or with a question from um, a friend of the podcast, Andrew L.A., and uh, he says, which bar are you going to record at? Is it the Log Bar? Loge Bar? Loge? Loge Bar? Loge? Bar at the H-E-B Center? And I was like, that's cute that you think we would podcast at a bar. First of all, I don't want to, I don't. I could, I get nervous when Mary can hear me podcasting. <laughs> no. Like, I could, I feel like I could never do a live recording of any podcast I'm on because I would just be like, people are watching me. Right? I can't do this because people can see me. Like, uh, your roommate coming home in the middle of our podcast always threw me for a loop. Like, I'm always like, no, don't look at me. Yeah. No, and I think the other thing is, like, I don't, under people don't understand, like, we have a very low-key production on our podcast. Super low-key. Like, but also, you My don't... mic is currently standing in a drawer. Her pop filter is a sock, which is more than I have for a pop filter, so she's already <laughs> one up on me. I know. <laughs> I know, I put mine on, I was like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> one up on Carolyn. <laughs> 
high level of production we're talking about. And even still, it takes me two hours to edit an episode because I just wanted to make it like, like we actually know what we're talking about. So I delete like at least 10 minutes of us just saying, um, in between. <laughs> or wait, let me Google. <laughs> yeah. like, good, good five minute key break, keystroke breaks. Yeah. 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 Like we could never. Play. Although now that you're here in front of me, I can't play games on my computer while you're, while we're podcasting and, and then you go off on long rants. <laughs> so, I can hear those, you know. <laughs> You so can our listeners. There's only so much muting I can do. No, I know. That's why I started playing them on my phone instead. I was like, I was listening to one. I was like, oh god, you can hear every single click on Sudoku. Shit! So now I'm playing Flow Free on my phone. I appreciate your restraint. I, you know, it's all about really, really excellent sound quality for those listening to us bullshit about stuff. Yeah. Listen, I don't think people can tell based on my conversation, except that, like, I'm totally doing the, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, you are, I know when you're not engaged. It's fine. Because it's also <laughs> when I'm like, fuck it, this is my time to go off on a content Dude, rant. Dude, yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm happy to let you go off on a content rant, because my rants are all like, let me tell you why your stupid Thanos theory is stupid. <laughs> And, like, not really about hockey. <laughs> My Thanos theory isn't stupid. My theory is that Thanos is stupid. I, we agree on this point. <laughs> he is stupid. Right. I'm not saying that we don't agree. Yeah. I'm just saying my theory isn't a theory. It's that he's stupid. <laughs> he is stupid. <laughs> For those who want to know why she was subtweeting me today, somebody, like, retweeted an article from Vice about, like, how people are, like, growing meat in Wait, labs. is this a spoiler? Is it a spoiler? The Infinity War's been out for, like, a month. Okay, but, like, I don't know how many people who listen to this, like, I have one friend on Twitter who has anxiety, so she does not, she avoids all spoilers and does not see movies in theaters and waits till they are available via online. So, like, she watches them the first moment they're available at home, but she doesn't go to theaters. So, I try to, I try to tag everything. So, hashtag spoiler. Hashtag spoiler right now. We'll, we'll mute for like 10 seconds because all I'm going to say it is one time. So mute it right now. So Thanos is just like, oh man, we only have finite resources. We can't like, we have, can't feed people. So we have to kill half the population because we can't feed people. And then all of a sudden like Vice comes out with this article. It's like, we're growing meat in a lab. And I'm like, oh, Science. I know, and it, the, the the thing is, and keep 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 me muted, babes. The thing is, like, you are first of all not the only person who has like said said this. So I was well, no, I'm not you. saying I'm I was subtweeting you specifically at that moment, but I am also subtweeting the entire internet because they won't stop talking about how like why didn't he just make more food? That's not the point. The point is he's a fucking megalomaniac, like megalomaniac psychopath. Like, this is what he does. You don't go up to Ted Kaczynski and just be like, well, why didn't you send normal letters? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, he's crazy. That's why. Like, I mean, well, I get that, but my real, my real beef with the movie is not that he's a crazy person, like, that he's megalomaniac. My real beef is that they did a bad job of telling that story. I didn't see. I don't agree with that though. I, that's that's that, that's our that's our fundamental difference. That, yeah, that is our fundamental difference. All right, now you can unmute it. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'll put the time we'll timestamps on, time on there. We promise there will be no more Infinity War spoilers. Probably, except shit. Wait, mm, no, we'll talk about this at dinner. I'll talk to you about this at dinner. <laughs> I just this. I watched it a second time, and I got even angrier about something that happened. Uh, this podcast, by the way, is unofficially sponsored by Thamnak Time! And we're going again tonight! Well, that's what I meant by unofficially sponsored. It is, oh yes, this particular podcast. Uh, it is the first time I will have gone back since you left because it makes me too sad to go. Tears! It honestly makes me too sad to go. Okay, that's too sad. I think we need to actually start talking about hockey. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, ten minutes into this podcast, maybe we should start talking about hockey? Yeah, it's got, it's like, it's Marin open, but for, like, the whole episode. Right. Um, <laughs> How is that any different than usual? Right. So, it's really hard to talk about hockey right now because there's fuck all happening for the stars. So, uh, Rick Wilson retired today 
fortunately, before we recorded. Just kidding, he didn't die. I was like, are we doing taps for retirement? I mean, you do taps at the end of all kinds of things in the military. They do taps as they take down the flag at night. It's not just That's true. It's not just for... We did it at the end of every brownie meeting. Like, (laughs) day is done. Gone the sun. You're welcome for that. Uh, I didn't know taps had lyrics. Oh, no, no, no. The brownies wrote those. Okay. (laughs) That's not an actual... (laughs) I think... Now I'm, I'm, I'm going to Google. Five minute keystroke break. <laughs> Does Taps have lyrics? It did not officially. Okay. Okay. It's cool. just a bugle call. That's what I thought. So yeah, I think the brownies wrote this. Yeah, it's Scouts. Call. Okay. Okay. So now that you know that, there are unofficial lyrics to Taps. Uh, Rick Wilson. So he was one of the assistant coaches and there was actually some speculation that he would be Fired? <gasps> no. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Somebody wrote the lyrics. These are actual lyrics. This is what we used to sing in Brownies. Day is done, gone the sun, from the lakes, from the hills, from the sky, all is well, safely rest, God is nigh. I don't think he was supposed to have God in Brownies. Um, it was in our official Brownie book, so. I mean, maybe, I think maybe they've changed that, because I don't think they're supposed to have This was, I mean, this was the 80s. <laughs> I am old. <laughs> the 80s when there was God in your brownies, and I don't mean marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> there was all kinds of shit in the 80s. Like, who fucking knows? Uh, I was also wearing acid wash jeans, so. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, Rick Wilson. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, day is done, gone the sun. Bye, Rick Wilson. <laughs> There Are we gonna go. miss him? Are we gonna miss him? Um, so I think so here's where I was going with this is like this feels like it was a convenient retirement. Yes. Where it was like, so Rick, we wanna go in a different direction, but we also don't wanna fire you. Although the guy is like sixty nine years old, right? Right, like what it's not unusual. Sixty seven. Yeah. Sorry. Like, no, it's not an unusual age for retiring, but it's definitely uh a little bit you know, it it's convenient timing. I really hope he has a lot of fun fishing. Or joining Tyler Sagan on the golf course. Yeah. I wonder what he's going to do now. Or where he's going to go. Is he going to stay in town? Uh, Who knows? But Wilson was mostly the defensive coach for the Dallas Stars. And for like, what, 19 years or something like that? Mm-mm. 16 no. years? He's- Not for Dallas, though. Um, no, because he literally said... He's been an assistant coach. No, he went to Minnesota for a while. Literally just said that. Yeah, in 1992. No, scroll up, because that ends at 08. (laughs) Yeah, so Wilson was named... He was an assistant coach from 2010 to uh, 2015 for the Wild, and then, Uh, then came over to Dallas. So, I mean, he was for Dallas and then went to Minnesota and then came back to Dallas. Oh, okay. So maybe there was, it is total 19 years, but it wasn't 19 all at once. Gotcha. Is all I was saying. But yeah, so he's, uh, he was the defensive coach and then with like, I don't know. I don't know. I really, honestly, I'm so, I have no idea what to expect next year. I have none. No, no idea what to expect. None idea. Well, I mean, yeah. I think it's. Okay, so he left in 08, and then he came back in 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Who was our coach in 15, 16? Was it still Lindy? Yeah. Because we just lost Lindy last year, right? Right. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, as far as, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Montgomery brought in somebody he is really familiar with to be, to replace him as assistant. Well, I wonder if he's gonna let the other two go that... That um, Hitch brought in. Well, so Stu Barnes, and we talked about this a little bit last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was his first year coaching with Dallas, mm-hmm. or like first year back coaching with Dallas. I think. Yeah. He well, he came in with he came back with a uh, yeah, but he also had like done a lot of media stuff too. So it was like, <laughs> look at that face. <laughs> this one in particular. What even? That should be a meme. <laughs> that should be a meme. I don't know what he's doing, but he got caught. Barnes facing. Oh, jeez. 
And I, honestly, it looks like we got caught. He's like, I don't know what you're doing, but I, am I can see you. Your mother and I are disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So, I don't know. I think, uh, I, I, I don't have anything to say about this because I don't know enough. I don't know enough. Like, good retirement, Rick. I yeah. hope you fish well. Peace, brother. Dad? I mean... I guess? He's my dad's age? That got weird. That... Whatever, you know, wouldn't be our episode if it wasn't. Ha! <laughs> uh, so there's only other one other thing, hockey thing, going on right now. What, the playoffs? Yeah. I haven't watched a game of this, this series. I haven't watched a game of this round either. Uh, but, uh, Washington and Tampa are tied two and two. Both teams lost their home games. Yeah. What? Yeah. And right now, uh, Vegas leads Winnipeg two to one with a game tonight. Who are you hoping wins the cup at this point with these four teams left? Tampa. (laughs) I really like the way you said that. I don't, I mean, I really wouldn't care if the Jets did either. I wouldn't care, but um, I would, I would like it if Tampa, like, I like I like Tampa. Tampa. No, for sure, I mean, me too. I want Tampa to win. I really don't want Vegas to win. I really don't want Vegas to win. And what's really crazy is it's still being used to, like, say, hey, Vegas is a really good team right now, when what's going on is that Marc-Andre Fleury is fucking playing out of his fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. Which is not actually an unusual thing for Marc-Andre Fleury to do. And as much as people like to be like, oh, he's actually just a very average goalie, there are, he has gotten as hot as goalies get before. Mm-hmm. And it's not surprising that he's currently getting as hot as goalies can get. And frankly, if he hadn't gotten injured middle of this year, Marc-Andre Fleury would probably be a Vezina candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Venezuela finalist, I guess I should say. And, um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think people, I, I still, even if Vegas wins the fucking cup this year, I'm gonna, I'm holding true to my Vegas is not a good team. <laughs> the hill that, we have found the hill that Carolyn will die on. I will fucking plant my flag and just fucking Gettysburg that shit, because, <laughs> No. 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 Who do you want to win of all these four teams? I mean, again, like you, I would like it if Tampa won, because I like Tampa. Um, I would not care too much if the Jets won, even though they're in our division, because our fucking division is our division. Um, I do not want the Vegas Golden Knights to win, and I am also pretty heftily anti the Capitals. But not as anti the Capitals as I am anti the Golden Knights. I have a lot of really fucking mixed feelings about the Caps right now. Like, I actually really like a lot of people on that team. And until basically this year, I was like gung-ho for Ovi to get a cup. And now he's so pro-Putin. That, see, And that has really ruined my enjoyment of them breaking their curse. It's, it's, it's Ovi. It's, what, isn't... And I love Nick Backstrom. I do too. Um, isn't, isn't TJ Oshie still on that team? Yeah. I'm very anti-TJ Oshie, and I'm also, um... Oh, was, did he, was he a Trumper? He's a Trumper. Fuck. And I'm also very anti, um, Tom Wilson. Yeah, I don't, fuck that guy. Like, if that guy fucking gets a cup, I'm just gonna riot. Like, oh my god. I did you him. see... I've hated him for a long time, though. This is not a recent thing. No, no, no. We've I've talked... hated him since he took a run at Cody Eakin, in front of my eyes. Did you see... I guess somebody boarded somebody else on the team, like, or I think it was somebody took a headshot on a fucking Beagle or somebody. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember who it was. Maybe Callahan. Is this series. And Tom Wilson was like, that kind of shit has to get out of the game. Okay. And I was like, son. I did see that. And I have seen Caps fans defending that. And that is honestly what drives me the most crazy. Because, like... If he is going to pull that bullshit and talk about how that needs to get out of the game, like, you're one of the worst goddamn offenders. Like, one of the worst. One of the worst. Every time he plays the stars, I'm like, who is he going to try to injure tonight? And, like, I 
cannot stand that dude. So the fact that he's like, that's the kind of stuff that needs to get out of the game. I just want to hold him down and like, I don't know, do something terrible to him. Okay, clockwork orange him. And yeah. And like, fucking Christ. I just want to beat him, like, up with a, my fists. You know what? One thing I did want to, I, I didn't even think about to put on here, but one thing I think is a good correlation to the, or like correlation. Or girl with a dragon tattoo him. And tats- have you read that book? Uh, no, I haven't read the books. I've read, I saw the, the Swedish versions of the movies. Well, I don't know if it was in the Swedish version of the movie, but she, like, holds him down and tattoos him. Yes! Yeah. Yes! That was in the <laughs> Repeat <movie>. offender. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was, so, no, one of the, uh, one of the things that actually the last couple of weeks has been really cool to see, uh, ex-Blackhawk Dan Carcillo. Yeah. And his, his commitment to talking very frankly about head trauma and uh, CTE and the issues that are coming to light with him, with his own brain and his own life and with, you know, other people he knows and just really trying to take people on about the issues of head trauma. And, and like, taking on, like... Jeremy Roenick? Like, yeah, going, damn, I was like, shit, Carcillo, get down. Yeah, I was, I am ex- and honestly, like, a couple years ago, even, I remember him, like, defending really physical play, and he had a great thread on it recently, where he literally just owned up to that, and he was like, I've had, I've had to change my mind about mm-hmm. this, because it's, why I was so defensive is because that's how I kept my career going, and that's how I stayed in the NHL, and that's how I was taught to be, and I'm coming around to realizing that was a bad thing for me. Yep. And I think that's a really brave, like, it's one thing to be right, and it's another thing to admit when you are wrong and own up to it in a manner that isn't defensive. And I think it was really lovely to see him do that and really take that to heart and work, and is now working very hard for change. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really great. And so, like, super props to Dan Carson. Yeah, yeah. I, it's weird because back when he was playing, I would, I did not think I would ever be the kind of person that would be like, I would stand for this man. Right? <laughs> like, exactly. Oh my god, Dan Garcello! What a good, what yeah. a good person you are! Yeah. Now. Right now. Don't, just, yeah, so I think it's one of those Please things. don't disappoint us, Dan Garcello. Personal growth. I'm uh, seeing a little bit of personal growth, and I'm here for it because I don't think it happens enough. Especially no. with retired hockey players. That's true. Uh, there's other playoffs going on right now. Texas Stars. Oh, I was like, where are we going with this? Yes, they are actually playing tonight. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I got, I was asked if I wanted to go to the game tonight, but I was like, mm, we're doing this, and it's the one night that she's here that we can, so. Yeah. Um, I also can't go on Sunday night, so I will be missing both games, so hopefully they make it to the final. <laughs> but yeah, the Texas Stars made it to the Western Conference Finals. Yay! First time since they won in 2014, so here's Woo! hoping that this is another... Excellent cup run. Excellent cup run. But, you know, we have been very good luck for the teams that we have been cheering for. We have. Because the Shreveport Mudbugs... You mean my favorite team? Yes, I do mean your favorite team. Yes! The Shreveport Mudbugs won the whole dang thing! Holy shit, really? Yeah, dude! Yeah, so apparently we have a listener who is a Shreveport Mudbugs fan. Yes, actually he, we had a like, long conversation real, about uh, it. a Shreveport Mudbugs fan, Daniel. And the uh, national champions, Robertson Cup, N-H-A-L, N-A-H-L, Robertson Cup national champions, are the Shreveport Mudbugs. Coincidentally, only happened after we started supporting them. Hey, man. We are apparently good luck for these teams. So, go Texas Stars! You can do it! Score the points! Do the thing! Did you notice that uh, on the Rick Wilson Wikipedia page that his son was playing for the Texas Stars? No! Yeah, his son's a forward. That's funny. Awesome. Good job. Now he retired just in time to go watch his son play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. There was also, like, a little fun Texas Stars thing that, uh, so Sean Shapiro, obviously, uh, our favorite current writer about the Dallas Stars and various Stars-related things, uh, is in Cedar Park tonight for the, the championship, the Western Conference champion final, and, uh, he did a quick piece on, uh, John Neuberg, who is the, like, 
the latest Frolunda import that the Dallas Stars have drafted. And um, it was cute because it was kind of like, yeah, I really like Austin. It's got a very cool vibe, but like in Swedish accent, obviously. Pretty <laughs> good. No, it's, it's actually a lot more flat than people think it is. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, well, it's funny because I have it. So our, I do knitting club in Boulder with my mom. Uh-huh. And, like, a full third of our knitting club doesn't speak more than, doesn't speak English as a first language. And I, oddly enough, it's uh, three people who speak Icelandic and then Kirsten, who is Danish. And, but I, like, Kirsten had, like, I mean, she has a very thick Danish accent. And I don't remember what I was doing, but I was just doing something like washing the dishes or something, like, really mundane. And, like, I started like, in my head, narrating my, like, my cleaning in her voice, and it was kind of hilarious. That is very strange. (laughs) Um, no, I actually had a former co-worker who who was Swedish, like, he had just moved to the United States a couple of years prior, so I know what the Swedish accent sounds like, but it's funnier when you make it the Swedish chef. It is, I love it. Who he hated, and I was like, Sorry, but not sorry at the same time. <laughs> Only a tiny bit. I mean, your country is so much better than ours, so, like, really, yeah, this you just is gonna a, take that this one. This is a punch-up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is a punch-up. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. You win everything. <laughs> Go eat your cardamom bun and just feel smug. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, like, honestly, can I just come to your country? <laughs> like, it looks so much nicer than mine. Uh, yeah. So, he, but he was talking about Austin and how much he liked Austin. It was cute because he was like, I really like the domain. And I was just like, well, that's like the least Austin. I know. Part of Austin. <laughs> if, if your experience of Austin is the domain, you doing something wrong, son. Well, I mean, he did just get here. So I'm just like, I'm hoping. I mean, it's, yeah, he's just living there. I'm yeah. hoping that like somebody like Mike McKenna, who seems to be having like the full on Austin oh experience. God. Like, takes him around. Every time I look at Mike McKenna's Instagram stories, he's, like, doing something, like, well, today he was, like, barbecuing with flat, like, a uh, skirt steak and and Korean, some Korean sauce, and I was like, that sounds fucking delicious. Can I come to your house? Um, but also, I mean, he's going to all these different places with his girls, or right. eating, like, the most delicious looking food, and I'm like, where have you gone? <laughs> like, tell me where you are, because I want to eat that. Yeah. I know. I think so. I feel like if it, I I hope Mike McKenna sticks with the the team next year specifically so that he can like teach these kids to branch out and not. Oh my god! Right? Like, like go go other places, do things, right? Geez. And it's, it's freaking Austin. Like, it's freaking Austin. Ugh. It is one of the best cities in the United States. It is. If I do say so myself. Do you want to talk about something else that's pretty great? Sure. Like a happy thing? Oh, God. I mean, yes. Um, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Sure, I can go first. Um, so, I mean, the obvious happy thing is that I'm here in Austin. Yay! (laughs) I'm here in Austin. I'm hanging out with, like, pretty much all of my friends. Um... Not just Marin, and it's I'm the amazing. one that matters, though. <laughs> I did, I was like, we're gonna go podcast now! Bye! <laughs> Bye! But also, it's really funny, uh, so I have actually another good, really, really good girlfriend who I haven't gotten to see in several years, because she moved out of Austin, actually, right before, well before I did. And, um, she lives in Nashville now, but she works for a company here and works remotely and is in town for work. And so I actually get to see her. Oh, is that the one that's Mm -hmm. at? Okay, cool. Yeah. So we kind of had like a sleepover. We're having like a sleepover tonight. And, um, so that's really cool. But I think my big thing that I, I guess like the anticipatory happy thing is, as you guys know, because you've been listening to the podcast, I got, I'm, I'm real fucking nerdy. Um, I went to the Star Trek fucking podcast last night, which was fun. Wait, is your is your happy thing gonna be D and D related? Because so is mine. It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, so we ta- we actually were talking about this in the in the car on the way here, but like, I rolled the best roll of my entire 
fucking life in oh, D&D. You're welcome, the by the way, because this podcast is all about dicks. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, obs. So I play a bard slash rogue, and basically an investigation... A brogue. A brogue. An investigation went south, and there were all these papers all over this office, and I had to make it look like it was being vandalized, and not like somebody was sneaking in and trying to be sneaky about shit. And so I was like, yeah, my character's just sitting here folding origami dicks, because that's the kind of thing my character would do. And the DM, as DMs are wont to do, is like, okay, well, prove you can do it. Give me a dexterity check. And I'm not 20 that shit! I feel like you need to add in the part where you were failing your investigation because you were rolling nothing but twos and threes before that. Yeah. So oh, like, it's hilarious. the actual thing that you went into that room for it was useless, and so <laughs> instead you you critted, undickfolding, <laughs> undickfolding, <laughs> like what? critical dicks. Critical dicks. Oh my god. We need to start a D&D podcast and call it Critical Dicks. I don't know what we're going to do on this D&D podcast. I just want the name. Yeah. 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 Well, and our, our logo will be an origami dick. An origami dick. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And like, and it was like, we just fucking like lost it. There was, the, that was, I, that was the best role like of my life. The best role of my life. I'm never going to roll another role that's better than that. No. That, that definitely beats my best role. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was a good... Absolutely. Absolutely perfect. So my happy thing is also D&D related. I have been in a group that has been playing since I moved to Austin in 20... Well, I moved to Austin in November of 2013. We started this campaign in February of 2014. So it was really shortly after I moved here. So we've been playing for over four years now. It's almost mm-hmm. five. And, um, we, (laughs) we've been doing the same campaign that whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole thing was that there were, like, these five powers and these six magical items because, like, our town was about to get overrun by this demon horde coming from the Abyssal Plain and there were, like, these, you know, eight warriors that were going to avenge the town or, like, save the town or whatever and we were prophesied and all this kind of stuff and, like, whatever. We kind of lost that thread for a while. But, um... We f- finally, finally, in April, gathered the last black magical item. And this is like, I mean, this is four years of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Four years of my life spent playing this. He, 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 he was a man named Legolasi because I did not have any hand in naming him or choosing his backstory. I only said I wanted to play a male elf. This was it. This is what I got. So his name was Legolasi. Uh, and at some point, there was a long story about how he became, um, half vampire, so he is a daywalker ranger, and then he also, like, cross-classed into rogue. It was a whole thing. But we finally, finally, finally got the last power, beat the big bad, we all survived, and it ended in my wedding (laughs) to my friend Mikey's wizard, Mal. So it was a big gay wedding, and it was great. Yay! So, that was my happy thing, is that, first of all, that's over, and now we can start 5e. And second of all, it was really great! It was, it, the whole, the ending was really fun, and it was a really good time, and I love those nerds, so. Yeah. That's, I'm so excited for you. Thanks. What are you gonna play in next campaign? I am going to be a druid. Uh, her name is Rowan Talish. Thank you, Carolyn, for helping me come up with that name. Um, and she is, uh, She's a human. I think she's going to be a human. Now I want to look at all the other classes, like the other races and see what I want her to be. But originally conceived as a human, um, she lives in the mountains and her um, entire tribe of clan, I don't know what village uh, in the mountain was um, sacked by a a rival village Mm -hmm. for resources or what have you. And she was a child at the time, and she was the only survivor of her village. Uh, she was rescued by a wild spirit who uh, took her off and taught her her druidic ways. And so now she is wandering all over, learning everything that she can about being a druid. To what end, she doesn't really know. Uh, she's really looking for a purpose in her life and um, meets <laughs> Mikey's half-orc barbarian. <laughs> And they become best buds and travel around because they're both really bad at people, but really good at communicating with each other. 
There you go. So, yeah. Apparently, Mikey and I are just destined to be, like, BFFs and or lovers in the night wherever we go. So. Lovers in the head day walking? I don't know. Yeah. It was really funny. Like, at some point, I realized that, like, any radiant damage that we did to anybody would also affect me. So, like, I started standing really far away from our cleric and our diva because I was like, please don't. I mean, like, I might actually die. Like, Please don't kill me accidentally. So, yeah. I mean, I almost died one time from this big beam that none of us knew was there. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, it would have killed me instantly, so. Whoopsies. Yeah, but I survived in the end to get gay married. Do you want to do reader questions? I mean, that is what we do now in this time. (laughs) This is what we do now. Uh, you can read that first one. Okay. Jen asks, uh, is this friend of the podcast? It is friend of the podcast, Jen. Hi, Jen. Um, is that, I'm assuming that's Minnesota Whitecaps. That is correct. Oh, yeah, because they, okay, never mind, I know where we're going with this. Minnesota Whitecaps, and why can't I get an NWHL team in D.C.? I think it's really fucking cool. Yeah! I do, too. Although I'm kind of surprised that they chose, I mean, like, I don't know, maybe Minnesota was willing to partner with the NHL team or whatever, but it seems kind of funny to me because all the other teams are, like, clustered really closely in the East, Mm -hmm. so it's going to be shit travel is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, the CWHL is like that, too, where it's like, I mean, even prior to China joining, right? Right. Like, it was all of the Eastern teams, one American team, and then Calgary. Right. True. So true. I think the, the Minnesota Whitecaps have been playing hockey kind of as a pro women's team for a while, but not actually part of a league. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the, I they, didn't that, they're existing actually team. basically absorbing an existing team where a lot of, like, Olympians who don't live in the East have been playing. Uh, so, like, the Lamaroos have played for the Whitecaps for a while. So who who do they play? Um, they do a lot of, like, ex- exhibition-type games. Okay. Um, and they play a lot of, like, I think they play a lot of um, college teams. Those are, That's what those are called. Um, <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, it's it, that's an existing team, and they're keeping kind of the same logo and and color scheme, probably, which is, like, they just do black and white, which is whatever, but at least it's not that fucking Minnesota Wild-type logo with the bear and shit. Yeah. Um, but why can't you get an NWHL team in D.C.? Well, I think Minnesota's a pretty natural fit, I think, for having an extra team, and I think they're... They are testing markets, so that's part of the reason they keep going to, like, Pittsburgh for all-star games and things like that. And you need to test the market first, that especially that with a team that, uh, especially with a league that you know has to be kind of conservative with their money. I mean, this isn't the NHL, right? Like, this isn't, they can't just afford to have a team out in Arizona losing money every year because they can prop it up for a while. Right. With a profit share. Right. So, uh... Maybe you'll eventually get an NWHL team in D.C., but I think we need the Minnesota team to be successful first. Yeah. Is she leaning? <laughs> okay. Part two. Why do I still have hope? R.E. the Caps. Re the Caps. Yeah. I never say re. I've always in my head said R.E., so whatever. Re the Caps. Why do you still have hope? Re the Caps, Jen. Why? I mean... They're tied 2-2. I don't know what your problem is. Well, so DC sports fans are extremely... So this was a cute thing that happened. So before, right before I came here, I uh, went to Knitting Club on Friday night, and my friend Vivian needed a ride uh, to her friend's house, and so I took her over there, and uh, I ended up getting to meet her boyfriend. And she was like, oh yeah, Carolyn's the one who really likes hockey also, because her boyfriend Nick really likes hockey too. And so we just started talking a little bit about it, and he was like, yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for the Caps, because I have just so many friends from D.C., because he's from the D.C. area, who are just so beaten down. Like, like the most pessimistic. Why? Because of all the years of not... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was like, but and you're in the finals! No, but, like, it's, it's a whole thing. Well, I mean, I get it. But, like, so anyway... But it was really, really cute, and I was like, oh, cool, so who's your team, then, if you're not, like, actually a Caps fan, even from, you're from the area? He's like, oh, yeah, I really love the Dallas Stars. And I was like, I was so excited. But that's my team! And I was like, that's my team, too! And 
you. And he goes, unprompted, completely unprompted. I didn't say a single word, like, who's your favorite player? Nothing. He goes, yeah, Jamie Ben's just so good. Oh, my God. And I just kind of turned and looked at Vivian, and I was like, marry him. <laughs> <laughs> that man clearly has excellent taste. He has priorities. It's correct. So Shani asked, first and foremost, Yanny or Laurel? I heard Laurel. I didn't hear either, actually. Really? I got kind of like a Larry. Hmm. Or yeah. A Yeri. Even, even, um, I could not actually get the isolated Yanni track to play, so I still haven't heard it say Yanni, but I know why you hear different things, but yeah, I've got shitty ears. I hear Laurel. Yeah, I mean, I can, I could never get either one specifically, but I also, so I read that not only was it part of that frequency thing, but part of that frequency thing is your speakers. So depending on the speakers that you use, you're going to hear different things because speakers can also influence your frequencies. That makes sense. That makes sense. And also, I don't give a fuck. No. Like, I don't get why this stuff takes off like it's that. Not, it's not the blue dress moment. Like, because this one is actually, like, scientifically explainable. The blue dress moment was just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I cannot believe we spent so much time as a... Collective consciousness. Collective consciousness talking about it. Uh, so Shani asks, also, fuck Mary Kick, because I feel kill is a bit too harsh. Okay. Devin Shore, Roddick Foxa, and John Klingberg. I mean... I think I'm gonna marry Devin Shore just because he's got that, like, goofy, grinny, like, could probably keep you amused for the rest of your life. Um... I'm, ooh, I'm going to kick Klingberg, and here's why. I'm not good enough to touch his skin. <laughs> yeah, I want to play Fuck, Mary Feed with this. I know. So I would, I would, then I guess I would fuck Fox, though, which is fine. Yeah, no, totally. Fox is the fuck in the scenario. Yeah, he absolutely is. <laughs> absolutely. But, like, I just don't, like, I, I couldn't marry Klingberg because no. I would feel, like, so nervous just, like, existing as a person in front of him. And, like, I definitely couldn't fuck him. Like, oh, no, God, no, oh, my God, no. no. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to have to kick him. But, like, very gently. <laughs> in a kind of joking manner in his butt. <laughs> Which I've heard is great. So. <laughs> yeah. You've heard kicking somebody in the butt is great? Or that, like, his butt itself His is butt great. itself is great. It's got to go along with those legs. The so, legs are fucking creepy. What the hell? See, that's another thing. I couldn't be naked. No, I couldn't, let, no, those, I couldn't let those legs get around me. No. So what about you? Uh, I think I'm actually in the same boat. Yeah. Though, unless it was like, 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 fuck, kick, feed a lot. Like, maybe, I mean, I that's the only scenario where I could see myself swapping in Klingberg for Devin Shore the in thing, the Mary though, situation. You know, you know how I feel about sex in general. So, like, I don't really want to fuck any of them. What I want to do is, like, collect them into my home and, like, be their mom. Right. <laughs> I don't want to feed them. I want to make sure they're making good choices. I want to make sure they're turning their TV off at night at a reasonable time. I want to make sure that they're using protection. <laughs> right. <laughs> that they're going to the doctor when necessary and not having weird headaches. Like, this is what I want to do with my with my team. I want to be their mom. I do not want to date or fuck any of them, honestly. But if we're playing that game, I have to answer. So. No, like, yeah, no, you have to play the game. Yeah. But also, you can't, like, uh Yeah, no. 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 Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, John Klingberg. I just don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be near you. You're too pretty. <laughs> you just make me feel like less of a person. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, you're you're oh. up next. You're up next. Okay. <laughs> Jason asked, "Why don't you? Oh, sorry. Don't you wish we had Riley Smith on this team instead of Sagan, the guy who's been a beast for Vegas? Can't help but think we messed that trade up. Please provide me with your best. Cha oh, wait. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the second one. That's the second one. So let's answer the first one first. So I don't really understand how this came up because obviously I haven't watched any of the playoffs this round, but I'm guessing it's because Riley Smith did something good for Vegas and then people started talking about the Sagan trade. Which Jason is this? That's our Jason. Damn it, Jason. Damn it, Jason! <laughs> anyway. I don't know. I mean, 
I get where... Fuck Vegas, really. Anyway, no, I don't wish we had Jake. Fuck Vegas. I'm glad we have Vegas. Fuck all the narratives around Vegas. Like, no, I don't fuck their... Like, Gallant has done a really good job. I do want to make this clear. I really want to make this clear. My entire saltiness around Vegas is the fact that George McPhee is going to win GM of the Year over Steve Eiserman. And somebody that we could put in Fuck, Mary Kill that I would definitely fuck, Steve Eiserman. <laughs> I wouldn't but, even begrudge you that. Like, also, fuck, no, fuck Vegas. Fuck Vegas in the kill scenario. Like, fuck, Mary kill, Vegas goes in the kills. Kill slot. Like, all of Vegas? Everybody involved in Vegas? No, just the team. The team itself? Well, just the concept of. No, I meant, I didn't mean Vegas the city, I meant Vegas the team. Like Yeah, no, just the narratives. The narratives, okay. Just yeah. the narratives. Fuck the narratives. Fuck the narratives, but also kill the narratives. I, it's, I just can't deal. I cannot deal. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean about... fuck, Mary kill the, the narratives. I meant kill the narratives. I know like, you did, yeah. but I was just trying to... I know, to... I, I, I completely lost the thread of that fuck, Mary kill scenario, sorry. <laughs> My bad. It was poorly woven. <laughs> fuck the Dallas Stars narratives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I want to do. And I want to marry the narrative that McConnor McDavid is never going to win a cup. <laughs> the best player to never win a cup. Connor McDavid. Yes! <laughs> Alright, I could see it happening. Okay, so the second part of D- Jason's question. Please provide me with your best Chase Rice pun as related to the NHL draft. I don't have anything prepared and I am not good at puns, so hit me. I don't know how to pun on demand. Uh, I don't know. There's something about chasing something, but I don't... Chasing rice around the Victory Plaza? I don't know. I don't know. Let me chase that rice with a shot of gravy. (laughs) Sure! (laughs) I mean, it's about as tough as we're gonna get if it's if it's Roderick Fox doing, he's gonna lick it anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> there's no licking in hockey. Oh god! <laughs> not on the ice anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like only gravy, not your teammates <laughs> or, or your, opponents. I was about to say or opponents. I don't care if you lick your teammates. Don't lick your opponents. I mean, as long as your teammates consent to be licked. Yeah, as long as it's consensual licking. No non-consensual licking in hockey or any other sport. And that goes out to you, Brad Marchand. He did say that he was like, yeah, I shouldn't have done it, and I've got to stop doing that shit, finally, after they got eliminated. And it was just like, all right, cool. We'll see what you fucking do. Yeah, we'll see what you come up with I don't even know who Chase Rice is. I don't either. I don't know who either one of these people that they got for this thing are. Who's the other person? I don't remember. Okay. Somebody I'd never heard of. (laughs) We don't know what's going Another on. Another country person. I mean, Yeah, like, no, I mean, I'm just... Because that's all Texas does, is country music, obviously. Yeah, well, and it's weird, is like, they didn't even try to get, like, a Texas country. Well, and what what's weird is that our fucking goal song is Pantera, and, like, they didn't think maybe some Texas rock. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. You know who else is from Texas? <laughs> the Mountain Goats. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this could have been so great. And instead, no. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I know he sung, he did his whole album about Texas. I don't, now I don't remember if he's actually from Texas or not. Wait, um, is it one person? Yes. Oh. See, this is why I don't. No like- shit, he's from California. Just kidding. Uh, it used to be four dudes, now it's just one. Okay. Anyway, they could have done better because they could have done a lot better because like, I'm not saying that I know popular music or even especially popular country music or that I should be used as an indicator of popularity in any way shape or form, but it would be kind of cool to know who it actually was. I mean, I don't even care about knowing who it actually is. I just don't want it to be somebody sh- as shitty as what I've listened to from Chase Rice at this point. Oh, no. It's bad country. Like, it's stupid. I'm, I'm, they didn't put any effort into this at all. I know there are a couple of Chase Rice fans that have talked to me already on Twitter, and I'm sorry for thinking he's stupid, but I think he's stupid. Are you that sorry? Not really. Okay. 
Uh, Rose asks, <laughs> do y'all think Lettman is going to be re-signed, McKenna gets promoted, or a different backup gets signed? I don't think McKenna's going to get promoted. I think McKenna is happy where he is. I think he's best where he is. I think he's best where he is. I mean, he obviously had those, like, awesome, like, games in Dallas, but I don't think he wants, I don't think he is best served being up here full time. I don't know about Lettman. I mean, I don't think they would resign Lettman. I don't think I, they are. I don't are. see that happening. Um, if they do, it would be for significantly less than he, but he's also had something of a late, late life renaissance, late career well, renaissance. Well, I mean, his better defense and better goaltending True. coach. But also, like, I, I read something from Shapiro and it was talking about him, like, go, approaching the, being a UFA. And I mean, it really, really, really sounded like he yeah. wasn't going to get signed. Okay. Then, yeah. And I, I, I didn't really see it happening at all. The only way I could see it is if he, like, came back for peanuts, but. Yeah. But now, so who it will be is going to be really kind of a crapshoot. Like, finding a backup goaltender is hard. It's mm-hmm. just hard. And, like, you never, especially at that level, unless they're homegrown, you really don't know what you're going to get. And our homegrown goalies are not ready. Yeah, Landon Bow is not ready. Like, he's, he's like, the closest. And he's not. And Colton Point could might come in next year. I think he might be going pro. But, uh, I don't know. I, they're not ready. So, who it's going to be, I have no fucking clue. I don't know who I would want it to be, either. No. Um, I've no idea. I wouldn't mind taking on Reimer if, like, part of his contract got eaten. But he'd be very clearly the backup to... Uh, what's his fucking name? Bishop. That was a, our goalie, Ben Bishop. Bishop. And I don't know if he would be cool with that either. Like, that's part of the problem he had in Florida right now is running in the tandem. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. Okay. So, it's been great, asks. Since this season will basically be The Office, who's the Dwight on the team? Sidebar, most likely to make Jim Halpert faces at the camera, Tyler. And then, uh, related, uh, user Talia chimed in and said, but if we're gonna make this a game, we need to establish a Michael, Pam, Kelly, and a Stanley, etc. Okay, so I'm gonna be 1000% real with you and tell you I've only watched one episode of The Office ever. So, last night, when I was at this thing, I was hanging out with all the other... Austin-based Star Trek nerds, and this one guy admitted to watching The Office, like, 67 times. Holy fucking shit. And, like, I mean, he was saying, not, like, watching-watching, like, it was on when he, like, cooks dinner and shit like that, but, like, he only ever just, like, goes through The Office and then restarts it. There is a multitude out there! How can you just stick to one fucking show your entire life? I don't know. That sounds terrible. And, like, I actually enjoyed The Office for a while, but there was a point when I couldn't watch it. Because it was too cringy. Yeah. Like, the point was to make you cringe. Well, that was my problem with the one episode I did watch. It was just, like, this is just uncomfortable. I don't want to watch stuff that makes me feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable enough in my daily life. And that's why I like Parks and Rec a little bit better than The Office. And I love Parks and Rec. Because it always comes from such a good-natured place. Yes. Always comes from a And that's why I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, and, like, The Good Place, and, like, those Oh my god, The Good Place. Although Holly tried to ruin it for me. Well, I'm glad to see she hasn't succeeded. No, because that show is so great. (laughs) Um, but I have seen a decent amount of The Office, and obviously you know who Dwight is. Yes. So, like, who would be our Dwight? Like it'd be a goalie. Oh well, then it kind of—it's not Ben Bishop, so it kind of depends on who comes in next. Well, it could be like Kari Current, right? Couldn't it? No, it's not Kari. It's not Kari. Well, let's think. Who could it be? Who would be like the pedant of the team? I almost feel like it's Brett Ritchie. Oh my God, it's Brett Ritchie. Yeah. 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 Who is Kelly Kapoor? I don't know which one Kelly is. She was Mindy Kaling's character. Oh, okay. What was her defining characteristic? Um, shallow, 
self-obsessed. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, Pam, who is the receptionist. Oh, yeah. Um, funny. Jamie Ben. Yeah. Yeah. So who's Jim? Do we have a Jim? Do we feel like we have a for realsies Jim, though? I don't know that we have a Jim. I think, I mean, if Jason Spetz is with us, I feel like he is the most likely to make the J- the Jim Halpert face. But I don't know that he's Jim Halpert in any other way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Jim is, like, such a, like, practical jokester. I don't yeah, feel like we have any really good feel like we practical have a, jokesters no. on our team. No. I don't feel like we have that right now. Uh, who would be the Michael? No, you know who might be Jim? Is Klingberg. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. So who is Michael? I mean, would it be the... I feel like I have to get to know the new coach a little bit better before I can say it's Monty, but who... It's Hitchcock. Oh, God. (laughs) It's Hitchcock. He's still involved with the org. It's definitely Hitchcock. I know. It's Hitchcock. It is Hitchcock. You're right. You're right. Yep. When you're right, you're right. And Radulov is Creed. I don't know who that is. That's fine. you only seen one episode, but I'm right. Okay. <laughs> Carolyn's right. So she says. Tanner asks, what's the main focus or position the stars need to focus on for the draft? Hashtag stars. Um, goalies are such a crapshoot. I don't feel like they should draft a goalie. I feel like they should draft a forward because we've also got a lot of depth and like vying for position and defense right now. So it's got to be, but I don't know what position we're, like, short in. Well, so here's my feelings about the upcoming draft, is at this point, the star's talent resources are so fucking depleted that I don't give a fuck what position that person plays. Now, I will agree that I think goalie is probably out, but I don't care if it's a forward or a defenseman as long as it is the absolute best person that yeah, you get at Yeah, and not like, time. let's try to get a sleeper agent. No, no just like, pick the best. Just pick the fucking yeah. best person. Now, I do think um, Jason Robertson just got signed to an ELC the other mm-hmm. day, um, and there's a lot of people who really, really are starting to come out of the word woodwork talking about his game and like how much they like him as a game, his game. And, um, I thought it was actually really funny, like, that whole, like, did you see, you saw the story about the hockey kid who may not make it to the NHL because he plays too many video games? Yes, I did. Because that is the saddest thing I've ever read. Yeah, and I mean, video game addiction is a real thing, but there were so many people, there were, there were definitely some younger people that I saw who were like, they're fine, like, I was like... No, sleep is important. <laughs> well, and not like, only that, gotta... yeah, sleep is important, being responsible is important. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you can't do anything if you're only getting three hours of sleep a night. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and there, there, there's definitely that, but, like, also sometimes, like, especially with video games and, like, there was a fucking baseball player who was getting lit up for, like, playing Fortnite at the ballpark or something like that when... When he wasn't really supposed to be doing any, like, he wasn't, like, supposed to be on the field or anything like that. Like, he wasn't, like... So why was he getting lit up for playing Fortnite? Because he, it was Boston, basically. Because Whatever. Boston did the thing. And, but, like, I think it, so uh, there, the, the point, I, I get, there was a lot of po- people trying to make the point that, like, in hockey culture especially, like, introversion is really seen as a bad thing. And, like, it doesn't matter how good you are on the ice, being an introvert makes you weird, and not a team player and shit like that. And that can come across as, like, playing a lot of video games, too. And and so I was, I was thinking about that because Jason Robertson is really known as a very, very quiet, kind of introverted kid. And so I was like, thank God he got drafted by the team that's dealt with Jamie Benn. Yeah, I was about to say. Because, <laughs> like, you want to talk about your introverted child. Right? Like, Jamie, Jamie, like, please do not give me a camera. Please do not, like, give me a microphone. Talk. Please don't ask me questions, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, no, sorry. But, like, there is a far cry from, like, this kid is introverted and kind of weird to this child stayed up until 4 o'clock in the morning playing video games and oh. then tried to go into... Absolutely. Yeah, no. No, no, I mean... That's a, that's a, that's a stretch. That's absolutely. So I just thought it was, but I thought it was like an interesting. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness Jason Robertson, Robertson ended up here. Yeah. Okay. I think it is my question. It is. 
Jill asks, so my question is, which Shakespeare play best describes this past season for the stars? And which Shakespeare play will describe the coming season for the stars? So, um, what, like... I don't. I have not read a whole lot of Shakespeare. I have to. I say. mean, we're just gonna have to go with one of the fucking tragedies. Yeah. Because that's what this season was, and I feel like because we had. I'm gonna go with Hamlet. I was thinking that. I mean, you've almost got like Hitch is his own ghost kind of a thing, mm-hmm. and like a lot of a lot of terrible shenanigans. So yeah, I'm going with Hamlet. That makes sense to me. Um, this coming season, I don't, I really, honestly, I don't know. I cannot tell what this coming season is going to be like. I'm just going to go throw out there a Midsummer's Night's Dream. I was going to say, like, maybe it's <laughs> like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. I, I can just see this season being fucking all over the place and crazy shit happening but it all turning out okay anyway yeah let's hope, <laughs> let's hope it all ends in a wedding that'd let's be just, great yeah we just wanted to end in and a that wedding. wedding is jamie ben and the stanley cup yeah made for each other mfeo <laughs> ride that shit off into the sunset she's making the little kissing fingers i am <laughs> going off into the sunset like that. It'll be great. Who <laughs> get somebody who's gonna turn into an actual donkey. Yes! And who would it be? Tyler Sagan. Well, so no, it's a perfect metaphor because, like, they all switch couples, so it's like the line mixing that's eventually yes! gonna happen. Because we're gonna go into the season and it's gonna be like, oh yeah, we're totally gonna play Ben Sagan Radulov all the time, but then they're going to find this other winger, and it's going to be perfect, and they're going to switch things up, but then they're going to go back to Ben Sagan Radulov at the end, and then we're going to win the cup, and there's going to be a wedding. There's going to be confetti. Sounds perfect. I like it. I like it. So that's not quite, that's our last reader question, but that's not quite all that we have for you today. No, it is not, because we have super generous friends and one of the super, super generous friends is Damn It Jason, who we cursed earlier in the podcast. <laughs> we only pretend to hate you. We only pretend to hate you. Who gave us two tickets to the draft uh, in the upper section, the, what do you call that? Normal seating. Second level. Yeah. Um, and in the 300s. And two tickets to <laughs> Chase Rice or whoever it is. Who um, we didn't really pretend to hate, but no, you can totally go see you him. You can totally go check him out and see if you think he's any good. So um, we have those four tickets, basically. So we have one lucky winner is going to get two tickets to the draft. And two tickets to the concert. And two tickets to the concert. So one lucky winner for these four tickets. So what we're doing is we're doing a contest, if that wasn't clear, because it probably wasn't clear. It, it's more of a raffle. It's a raffles thing, yes. Yeah. So entry to the raffle, however, means that you have to do something good for a charity. So we have chosen the charity DonorsChoose.org, and what Donors Choose is, is... I'm sorry, I knocked some books off a shelf. Uh, princip- like, teacher... They're just... They're just- just gonna slowly go. Various teachers and educators across the U.S. can write grants and proposals to get supplies for their classrooms. And these supplies can range literally from the most basic pens and pencils to hygiene supplies for nurses to uh, snacks and school, like, Books, books. Um, they do, they also do, like, media kind of things. So, and, like, yeah, like, iPads, mm-hmm. um, seating for classrooms, things like that. And for our contest, it doesn't matter which school that you support, so you can find one in your area to support. And, yeah, I know we're going into the end of the school year, but did all of this come, most teachers' budgets end on June, uh, end on June 30th, and if they don't spend it, they lose it. So it is still important to try and fund these peop- fund these grants and stuff like that so that they can spend this money um, along with any other budget that they have for their classrooms. So the idea is go to Donors Choose, 
pick a classroom. We'll put up a link to some classrooms in the Dallas, Texas area and fund something good for kids. And it doesn't matter how much you spend. It could be a dollar. It could be 20. It could be whatever you think that you want to give to this charity. Give to a literal classroom in the United States to help uh, kids in education. So we think it's a really, really worthwhile cause because it's kids in education. And I know for a fact it's a very uh, reputable organization because not only has it been around for quite a while and accredited and all of that, but full disclosure, my company is a preferred vendor with them, so you don't feel like you have to... Again, I'm not going to link to anything that my company does on Donors Choose, but just the... I know for a fact it's a very, very reputable... Yeah, my, my, my best friend who is a teacher uses it all the time. Yeah. So what we're asking you to do is donate to a Donors Choose classroom. We are asking you to take a screenshot of the fact that you have donated. You don't have to tell us how much you... Use you gave them. It doesn't, like I said, we, like we said, it does not matter. Uh, and then either tweet it to us and or email it to us and your name will go into a drawing. So again, these are tickets to the draft. So ideally, if you're going to enter this drawing, you want to be able to go to the draft. And if you want to donate to Donors Choose and not go to the draft or enter somebody else's name, feel free to do that too. I don't really care. The point is to try and raise some money for really good causes. Yep. And also get more Dallas Stars fans at the draft. Yay! So once again, thank you so much, Dammit Jason, for getting us those tickets so that we can help raise money for Would we say kids. that this podcast episode is sponsored by Dammit Jason? This podcast episode is officially sponsored by Dammit Jason. Thank you so much, Jason. There you go. And that is really all we have for you today. Yeah, now we're going to go scarf some Thai food. It's going to be great. Unofficial sponsor. Unofficial sponsor, Tan Necktie. <laughs> so I'm Carolyn. You can find me on Twitter at Classlicity. I'm Marin. You can find me on Twitter at Marinish. And you can find our official Twitter at Depart Hockey. And you can email us at DeparthHockey at gmail.com. You can find our blog at DeparthHockey.wordpress.com. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> That's all, folks.